0: What's up everyone? This is your boy Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode.
1: And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio.
0: Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content.
1: Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show.
0: What's up everyone welcome to the 129th edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john aka the fourth greatest grenadian of all time aka the little wayne of podcast because i'll get on any podcast and hit it with the j train we do not have matthew this week however we do have a great guest cousin big thad is back in the building thad what's up
1: what's going on folks
0: i'm back again i'm doing good
1: man
0: same old same old glad to be back that's what's up. Uh, are you enjoying this weather that's outside right now? It's literally 80 degrees in October in the DMV. Man, see, this is the DMV. You, It, it always changes. Every,
1: you can have all the seasons in one week easily. You <laughs> can have it in one day. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. I mean. Always like it when it's somewhat warm out. You know what I'm saying? It's not ninety degrees out right now, so it's not too bad.
0: Yes. And it's not humid. That's a right. good thing about this time of the year. It's not humid. Um it was cloudy and hazy early this morning and now the sun is out. Bright and shining, even at uh five fifteen PM. So yes, is pretty good. After this I'm definitely gonna go outside. Uh we got a fire pit in the backyard. Oh. Very, um, it was very cost efficient. One, it was only like $30, so nice. we've been using it. Um, even, even on the uh somewhat warm nights, still put it on just to put it on because we don't know how much longer going to actually be able to sit outside. You know how it gets once you get past November, so we're gonna try and use it as much as we could. Wait, 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 look, if you if you if you like me
1: and a lot of the white friends that I have. <laughs> Bruh, we we out there with the fire pit until straight through December It'd be cold out <laughs> snow out whatever whatever and we still grilling you know <laughs> and we still grilling so it it depends it depends on where you at what situation you're in
0: that's true that's true cuz i mean the point of the fire pit is to stay warm so I guess if you put it on get the fire you know large enough you should be able to stay warm at all times <laughs> you,
1: i mean you you don't smoke but i'm saying if
0: You know, have a nice little cigar, nice little whiskey or brandy or something. Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. We got a lot to get into for this week's episode. Going to recap week six in the NFL. It doesn't even feel. I feel like the season's going slow. Like it feels like opening day was so long ago, and it could be due to COVID that you know everyone's just dealing with different things. Um, But yeah, usually I'm complaining that the season's going by too quick. I feel like the season's going long, but there's still been entertaining games and entertaining news within the NFL. We'll also get into Major League Baseball. We'll get into our sports free zone where we talk about taxes and the uh, presidential uh, election that's going on right now. And then our Reddit topic of the week. Is uh, we got inspiration from our boys at Other Side of Sports 980. Uh, they spoke about the most overrated NBA players, so we're going to go through that list. So I want to thank them for providing that, and we're just going to have speak on that list, give our opinions. So we'll talk about the most overrated NBA players in the league right now. I uh, just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available. And that includes Apple Podcasts, Anchor uh stitcher spotify really anywhere that has a podcast you can check us out just search for the sports reality podcast subscribe subscribe leave a review and uh just pass the word so uh others or so others can definitely hear us and we can grow and uh reach more people let's get into the nfl recap what has happened in week six to start with the scores uh, starting uh, and actually there were no Thursday night games. I'm so happy. Actually, w- w- should the uh, let me let me let me say this. I tweeted this in all caps the other day to the NFL. Hopefully they saw it. I said, "In uh, the Thursday night games and just give us two Monday night doubleheaders or two Monday night games. What do you think about that?"
1: I like it. I remember growing up before they started doing the Thursday night NFL games, it was always like some college game. Like, And most of the time, it's like a Virginia Tech game. Mm-hmm. And that was in like Virginia Tech's heyday when they were crazy good. It was always a Thursday night, under the lights, Virginia Tech game. And it was always a Virginia Tech home game. Yes. You know what i So with all the crowd, the craziness. But, uh, yeah, be honest with you, I wouldn't have met – Mind having two Monday night games? That only thing is time-wise for the West
0: Coast. You know, we we have for, the forget e- the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, <laughs> the NFL is king. People will be watching this at work. Like that's how I feel. <laughs>
1: you know, us on the East Coast, we got the luxury of getting them late evening games, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, we might complain a little bit if the game goes until midnight, but we're the East Coast, so we really don't care, anyways. We're either gonna watch it or not, but that's the only thing. It's like, do West Coast to get a game at like two, three o'clock on a Monday? Like, well, you know what? Never, never mind. Come to think about it, the West Coast half of the time they chilling during the day. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> and, uh, I got to give a shout out to my man, Sean Howard, who was on last week. I kind of asked this question to him. We were talking about it, but because we actually had another Monday night double header this week, I was like, nah, man, like this, I, we got to get rid of Thursday night games. Got to get rid of them. Give us two Monday night games. Uh, we had the first one that started at five o'clock and it had it, it had 12 million, 12 million viewers watching it. And I'm just like, yeah, sounds like. Sounds uh, like COVID. It, it could be COVID. But let's also not forget. COVID ain't going away anytime soon. <laughs> so this might just be life even after COVID where people just say, you know, we're not really going to the office as much anymore. That's so we right. could be home and have the TV on. And do our schoolwork or our uh, work, you know, our office work. So I I think it works. And even if you start, like you said, even if it's a five o'clock, the first game you could do an eight o'clock, even on the East coast also. So both of the games can be in the same time zone. So you don't have to always rely on having a West coast team because at the end of the day, the NFL, okay. You have the, the three teams in California. And then you have Seattle in the mountain time zone. You have the Broncos. Mm -hmm. That's, that's five. You have the Raiders in Vegas. They're still in the Pacific time zone. That's six. But then after that, you got to go all the way to the central time zone to get Kansas city. And like, you know, Texas, the teams in Texas, and all the midwest teams and they're only an hour behind east coast time if you have a game at five o'clock you can still have an eight o'clock game that can still be on the east coast sure. you can even do a six o'clock game and have a nine o'clock game remember back in the day monday night football used to be at nine o'clock that's true i forgot all about it, that it, it only moved to 8 15 when they moved to espn in 2006 Yep. but before yep. the games didn't start until 9 15 9 20 and ratings to- didn't drop because of that
1: <laughs> i remember being as a kid trying to watch that game and you you trying to watch the game because it's a good game and next year though, your parents are like yo it's time for bed
0: <laughs> and that's the thing like people say uh, people bring that up and that's true but even at eight o'clock As a kid, you're still not finishing the game if your parents tell you you're going to go to bed. So you can't tell me that's going to kill the ratings and stuff like that. Uh,
1: You you still begin the hour of the game. Yeah, Maybe. What time it starts? Maybe an hour.
0: So my parents used to say if the Cowboys were playing... Actually, no. When I was younger, it was you you stayed up until halftime. And then once I got to high school, my parents said if... uh, the cowboys are playing you could watch the whole game but if she they're bad. not you still got a good a bit of halftime <laughs> and and that's how it used to be um yeah, yeah I, I don't see anything wrong with that and i i, I understand they got money that's another that's one thing that is a problem the nfl did get money from like fox and 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 well, the NFL net. Well, Fox, that's who's really doing the Thursday night games.
1: Mm.
0: If Fox decides, hey, instead of having a Thursday night, we could have the game play on Monday night because that's what that's what ended up happening. The Chiefs Bills game was on Fox because that was originally a Thursday night Fox game that got moved to Monday because of covid reasons with the Titans. Mm. So Fox had the first game and then ESPN had the Monday night game. I I don't see where... I feel like everyone wins. Fox gets the ratings. ESPN gets the ratings. The NFL gets the money. Fans don't have to worry about Thursday night. Right, right, right. And you can really just focus on Sunday and Monday. And you got the whole week for build-up for Sunday and Monday.
1: (laughs) Right. No, I feel you on that. uh, So, I didn't watch that game. So... And it was weird because when I was watching, when they were saying about the Monday night game being at like, well, on one channel it said it was at 4 o'clock. But I think what it was so I wasn't looking at it on regular cable. I was watching it on my Android box. It might have been like one of those areas where the time zone was different. Uh Like a 4 o'clock game. And I was like, yo, it's a 4 o'clock game, East Coast time. Like, yo, that's 1 o'clock. They watched on the west coast one o'clock but it said something about fox but then it also said nfl mm. network so was that game on fox itself or yes. was it
0: it was, was on it will, was run by fox and but showed on nfl network you know what now no it was on fox because i watched oh, it on yeah. fox it was on fox um but it is also like a collaboration with nfl network it might have been on both network both networks but it was for sure on Fox. Oh, probably. I know. Um, which game was it? The Cleveland Browns Cincinnati Bengals game, week two. You remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, game yeah. was only on NFL Network, and it could be because the two teams they just were like, right. "We ain't playing this on Fox." uh, uh, and it still had Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call but it was on NFL NFL. Network and then I remembered I believe the Jets Broncos might have just been on NFL Network but I remember the Bucks and Bears was on Fox and obviously that's Tom Brady the Bucks the Bears being a large market so, yeah, so I think some of the games will be strictly on NFL Network and some of them will be on Fox, but it's a Fox-produced game. But anyways, Word. we we went on that little rant. Of, let's actually get to the scores for this week's game. The Bears won over the Panthers 23-16. to Colts had to come back down by 21 to defeat the Bengals 31-27. to The Lions, they're 2-3. Uh, they defeated the Jaguars 34-16. The Jaguars are one and five the falcons got their first win after firing their head coach um dan quinn they do have interim head coach raheem morris falcons won 40 23 over matthew white's vikings uh the giants squeaked out a win over the washington football team we'll talk about that game the ravens were up big against the eagles but they had to hold on for dear life uh and and get and they got the win 30 to 28. Uh over the Eagles. The Steelers smacked the Browns 38 to 7. Browns have not won in Pittsburgh. I think in like 16-17 years. Something some long streak like that. Titans mm. winning overtime over the Texans 42 to 36. Uh, we'll talk about the Titans coming up soon. The game that was it was supposed to be the game of the week, but really, it was a blowout. Buccaneers defeat the Packers 38-10 behind Brady and that high-powered offense and defense. The defense is really good. Uh, 49ers on Sunday night defeated the Rams 24-16. 49ers are now 3-3. The Rams are 4-2 and the Rams they're Four wins are against the entire NFC East.
2: <laughs>
0: their two losses are the Bills, which they had to storm back and then lost in the last minute, and then the 49ers on Sunday night. The Broncos upset the Patriots 18 to 12. The Jets. Sorry, the dolphins shut out the jets 24 to 0. We'll talk about that game. The Chiefs Defeated the Bills in Buffalo, twenty-six to seventeen. The Chiefs are five and one. The Bills are four and two. Uh, and the Cardinals beat their opponent thirty-eight to ten. We will not get into that game right now. Are we not going <laughs> nah, right to talk about who the opponent was. not right now. We not going to talk about who the opponent was. <laughs> not right now. We have a whole segment of who their opponent was coming up. Uh, let's talk about the Titans. There may be a fine coming down by the league because the league did a review of uh, the COVID protocol for the Titans. Let's remember uh, the Titans had to postpone a game and then reschedule a game due to COVID-19. Also, the Titans then scheduled a unsanctioned practice at a local private school uh, when the facility was shut down due to COVID positive tests. So the league is coming down. Or potentially will come down with a fine. Uh, Do you think the league should find them? Do you think they should lose draft picks? Should it be both? What do you think about that, Thad?
1: Man, it really all depends on what the review comes out with. If They're going to say that they were like just not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? In regards to COVID stuff. Like they put stuff in place so the NFL let them do stuff. But if they weren't like if there was no accountability at all. And then, yeah, find them. You know what I'm saying? They already find some coaches for not wearing masks on the on the field when people can see it on television. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? If they if they were just doing stuff and not you know doing the right things, then yeah, definitely I'll say find them.
0: I think they need to be fined regardless. Um if the report comes out that they really did some egregious things, then I believe they need to be some forfeits of uh, of, of draft picks uh, because yeah, you, you, they shut down the practice facility due to COVID-19 positive tests. And then you decide, okay, we're going to go to a local private school and have practice. And hopefully no one finds out that, that this is going on. So yeah, I think, I think for sure, fine. But if, I won't be I won't be upset if they take some some draft picks away. Let's actually get get to what happened on the field though. Derrick Henry has had a very good week and a half. Let's start with the game prior. Did you see that stiff arm on Josh Norman? Do uh,
1: you mean the the Jeff the <laughs> Bobby has now? Get that yeah, that was wow. Like I'm. I really was like hold up is that the same Josh Norman that played for the uh former uh wa- the Washington football team and I looked at it again I was like wow he just got manhandled by like a doll
0: <laughs> yes he did get manhandled like a child and then the very next game which was this week against the Texans had a run a 94 yard ru- touchdown run and then the game winning touchdown Derrick Henry is 6'4 and first of all he's tall for a running back yeah. but not just he's tall because we've seen tall running backs like uh, Eric, Eric jo- Eddie George Eddie George <laughs> was like 6'4 6'5 and he was a running back, but we haven't seen a tall running back that was also super huge and was fast and was agile. <laughs> so, and, and, and Derrick Henry has shown that also. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, this season, he is playing really well, he's yeah, playing you- like a top 10 quarterback. You were talking crap about him last season yeah I was talking I mean I was talking about him even going into this year about it I don't I didn't think he was that good and maybe he just needed to get away from bad coaches maybe right. that's what it was finally has a good coach finally has like decent weapons like his weapons aren't great they're decent I mean uh you have um is it Andre Brown or Anthony Brown or a Brown that's all I know right right, right. it's not Antonio Brown <laughs> um, he's really good. I understand Corey Davis is okay, but
1: I mean, I mean he puts up decent fantasy numbers last year. I remember him. Mm-hmm. I
0: yeah. But it's not like a star-studded cast outside of Derrick Henry, and he's still doing well also. The defense is really good. So, Tennessee, man, they might they might have shown that getting to the AFC Championship game last year was not a fluke. Uh, so yeah they're looking really 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 good right now um let's get to the Washington football team you are a fan of the Washington football team they fell to the Giants 20 to 19 this is the second game that Kyle Allen started for the team at quarterback Dwayne Haskins was not just bench he was put all the way to third string quarterback not even active for the game he showed up. I think he showed up to this
1: game. I think,
0: yes, he was actually there on the sideline this time. Looks like he's over his uh sickness that he had, his illness that he had. Put that in quotation, sir. <laughs> That's true. Quote unquote illness. Um, uh, as a Washington football fan, let's let, let me ask this question first: Should Kyle Allen be starting over Dwayne Haskins right now? <sighs> You know what?
1: I haven't seen the difference between the two right now. You said you have or have not? Have not. Okay. When it comes to statistics and just seeing how the offense moves around a little bit, there's a very, very slight difference between the two. And I only noticed it in the last touchdown drive Mm -hmm. by, by Kyle Allen. Um, the offense, he, he makes more attempts downfield compared to Kyle no, uh, uh, Compared to Haskins. Um, so, should he be starting? I would say no, only because if Haskins is the future, you know what I'm saying? But if Haskins is not the future... And he's just another regular quarterback on the depth chart. You have to give it to Allen just because he knows the system per se. And he has more control of the system. But when you see some of the things that happen on Sunday, you're kind of like, maybe Haskins should be in there because Haskins wasn't doing that. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the random fumble out of nowhere. That I'm still trying to figure out how that happened <laughs> and they run back for six when we're when we're tied we're a tie game running down the field you know what I'm saying got the got time on our hands we could kick a field goal and that's the way our defense was playing that last half last quarter come to think about it I don't think they, uh I don't think the Giants would have came down to win the game maybe they might have had to kick a tough field goal, but I don't think they would have won the game if we had went downfield, kicked a field goal, or maybe even scored a touchdown. I don't think they would have came out that way. But, as you see, we decided to uh, get the ball back, and uh, Kyle threw a nice little pass, man, to Cam Sims, who I didn't even know was off the practice squad. And then here we go. Kyle Allen being who Kyle Allen is. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was the play. I don't know if it was the play or it just showed what kind of heart that Kyle Kyle Allen has. You know what I'm saying? Because he had, I mean, he, he came out, his receivers were taken, And it looked like to me, watching the game, that he had enough room to run to make an attempt to win the game. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't take that attempt. He just, I don't even, I couldn't, he almost kind of threw it away. You know what I'm saying? So, it's tough, man. It's tough to think between him and Haskins.
0: It's real tough, man. So... As a fan of not just you know not a Washington fan but a fan of the the rival team, I still see i'm 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 being objective with this
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you have a quarterback like dwayne Haskins who was drafted in the first round of the draft just last year, right I don't see the point of benching him for someone who isn't significantly better than him. Exactly. (laughs) Like if you're going to bench a very young quarterback that you drafted really high, the person that you're bringing in should be significantly better. And I feel like this team has had a history of drafting a quarterback and then either in the same draft, getting another quarterback or, Soon after the draft, getting someone through free agency, blah blah blah, we saw it with Heath Schuler and Gus Ferrat, yep now mind you, I'm not trying to say Heath Schuler was good, blah, blah blah. he was bad, the team was bad, but it also made it easier to go to Gus Ferratt because they drafted him also right right, right. we saw it with r g three who was drafted second overall, where the team had to literally trade draft picks for what four or five years yeah, to move up to second to get him Mm -hmm. and then in this very same draft you you draft Kirk Cousins right so then it's all "Well, well, well you know he's injured now oh he's struggling right now let me just let me just get Kirk in here and then you had that constant back and forth until finally I believe they they like and they ended RG3's stint here. Right. And I say they, Jay Gruden, because you can see a clear difference in the difference in the play calling when both, I mean, between both quarterbacks. And then now we see the situation now with Dwayne Haskins drafted 17th overall. Was it? Yeah. 17th overall. Mm -hmm. And then the very next year you fire that coach and that staff and that GM, you bring in a new coach and it's like, you're not even trying to, you say that you want to kick the tires on, on Dwayne Haskins
1: right.
0: and then five games in you're, you're benching him for someone that isn't even really better than him. Let's right. remember Dwayne Haskins last year went into Carolina and the same Washington team beat the Panthers last year with Kyle Allen, with Kyle Allen on the other side of the field. <laughs> <laughs> with Ron Rivera being the coach of that team Also exactly. um, Yeah I believe that he was still The coach but yeah he was still the coach I think Yeah yeah he was still the coach at that time That with, was his last game That was his last okay so, so hold on so Dwayne Haskins And the Washington football team Defeat the Panthers with Rivera Allen And North Turner's son In the mix Right And uh, what's his name? Kevin Stefanski's son in the mix also. Mm -hmm. And then Washington hires literally all of them. And you have Kyle Allen, who in the first game, yes, he scored a touchdown with his feet, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but was knocked out because he was irresponsible. Right. Like, just imagine if that was RG3 running to the sideline and got blasted. I mean, not imagine. We we saw it. Right, right. (laughs) And people to this day still criticize RG three. He ain't been on the team for years about that move, but Kyle Allen could do it. And it's just like, Oh, you know, it's a hustle play. He was trying to get the first down, blah, blah, blah. Then the very next game, he throws an interception that results in a touchdown for the giants in the fourth quarter. You mentioned it in a position to take the lead instead of taking the sack and living for another down Knowing that your defense is playing good, you'll get the ball back. Cause that wasn't I can't remember if it was third down, but regardless, take the sack. No. He's still trying to throw. Ends up fumbling the ball. Returning back for a touchdown. You're now down by seven points. And yes, I understand that pass the Sims was great. But it's real great the what is there to lose throwing a pass downfield, finally? When you lose. <laughs> when you're losing. <laughs> because he had 31 completions. Do you know what his, uh, do you know what was the average distance of his 31 completions? What, maybe 10 yards at that? Eight yards and less.
1: Nice. But see, and that's the thing, (laughs) (laughs) man. And that Haskins was the same way pretty much for a while besides garbage time. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's the play calling, if our players are just that bad. Well, no, nah, I think it's our players are that bad because I got. I, I right, I'll say this, and I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks. The Washington football team on offense literally has two players that could possibly start on any other team in the league. Possibly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but most definitely the Jets. They could definitely start on the Jets. Two players. That's Sheriff, the guard, Mm -hmm. and McLaurin. Yes. That's the only two on offense. On defense, our defensive line could start anywhere in the league. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. So that's literally seven, let's say seven to nine players on this Washington football team that can start anywhere in the league. And this is just starters. Nine out of 22. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. That's how bad this team is. That's how bad this team is. That's why we see Haskins, who, you know, just as a general quarterback, Not I'm not talking about his bad stuff. That's why you see a quarterback like him basically take the brunt, of what's going on it gets benched because we have nobody else there's nobody for him to throw to our offensive line is terrible so there's no run game but then you have play calling that is literally dump off passes Mm -hmm. all the time you occasionally get a pass to the tight end Who's who, who, by the way, was a quarterback, quarterback last quarterback. year. Yeah. <laughs> you know Virginia Tech quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't bad at Virginia Tech. He just wasn't good enough to play as an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. It, the team is just, the team itself is just terrible. And mind you, the team should have possibly two more wins than they do right now. Just from play. You know what I'm saying? It's just bad play. They should have never lost to the Giants.
0: Shouldn't have lost to the Giants at all. This is also another thing with the whole benching with Dwayne Haskins. You already knew this, team, this, this year was going to be a rebuild year. And like you mentioned, like you said, there's probably only seven guys on the entire team that can start somewhere else in the league. This is the optimum time for Haskins to just... Get reps to get experience in the NFL to grow so then you can also get a future draft pick so then you can get better as a team. No, you're not using this time for that. You actually are trying to quote unquote win games in a division that's so bad. And I feel like the worst thing for Washington was that win on week one, where it's like, oh, maybe we maybe we are actually a good team. And I feel like that was the worst thing for Washington, also. He had a terrible game, and I say he, Haskins had a terrible game against the Browns. Mm -hmm. However, the Ravens game was probably his best professional game. Right. And, And I'm not saying that because he's been so bad before. No, he actually played good. They just played a better team in the Baltimore Ravens that was able to put up more points. Right. That was able to, in key moments of the game, the defense played well. To stop Haskins in that offense, but it wasn't because Haskins' deficiencies. And then you bench him. Right. And then you bench him for Kyle Allen and Alex Smith, who Alex Smith should not be on an NFL field for the rest of his career. Hey, man. He should. Look, look, look. I don't
1: know. And see, the thing is with Alex Smith, Alex Smith, regardless, but pre prior to injury, whatever, is the best quarterback. On the team, no doubt about it. We all mm, know. It. Yes. He's a game manager. He's an accurate. That's just what it is. Mobile. Mobile. I mean, even with the bum leg, he showed a little bit of mobility. I don't mobility. know. I don't More know. Mobility. More <laughs> mobility than I thought he did. <laughs> okay. Because
0: <Okay. laughs> I feel like his lack of mobility is why he got sacked so many times. Before no. the injury, he's not getting sacked that many times.
1: That's just the offensive line, bro. They're trash too.
0: It, it, right. That's the thing. It's so complex.
1: And a missed block. Well, I mean, let's think about it. We were, what were we six and one
0: when he got injured? Six and two. Six and two when he got injured? Number one in the division, right. I believe.
1: All it was was a missed block battle running back that resulted in season being lost. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But out of the three quarterbacks, be honest with you, I was he would still be my best option. But I'm not gonna put him in a life threatening situation. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, I I mean I would still play Haskins. Just because in, unless he's not your quarterback, unless you're telling me right now he's not your quarterback, then so be it.
0: Then trade okay. him. Trade trade him now before the trade. It, before the just, trade deadline,
1: just trade him so he has a has a chance for a career, a chance. It's not to say that Haskins is. Think about it. It's Ohio State quarterback. Mm-hmm. Generally, historically, Ohio's Ohio State quarterbacks do nothing in the NFL plain and simple.
0: Yeah, I don't know oh. the last one that's done that's done well. I really don't. No.
1: Oh, the last one was a wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns
0: and <laughs> No, I said the last one to do well. <laughs> oh, do well? I think Troy Smith had a st- uh, a string of games maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? He give give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? Either we play him here or trade him and give him a chance to have a career, man. Because the way it's looking at right now, he's met, what played a total of eight games, maybe yeah. between last season and this season.
0: Yeah, I forgot. I forgot how many. It's not a lot. It's not. a no, lot. it's definitely not sixteen games.
1: No, so. no, it's definitely. I would say about eight games, whatever. Just to say, give him a chance, yo. Like trade him, trade him. Give him a chance to have a career. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Our team is going to be top five draft pick this upcoming season, regardless. I mean, who knows? We quite possibly win the NFC East somehow. I don't know. But I'm seeing top five draft pick. They're going to have to figure out what they're going to do at that point. You know what I'm saying? But Kyle Allen is not going to be the quarterback next season. There's no way. No way he can be the way, but there's so much that's been going wrong for either Haskins or Allen to be a good quarterback on this team because we just don't have the pieces in place. So trade the man, let him either trade the man or make him the quarterback so he can have somewhat
0: a semblance of a career. And if Haskins is bad after this year, then, you know, Right. But the thing is, he hasn't played that much. Right, right.
1: That's that's you the thing. Give him a full season. Give him a full season. Let's see what happens. You that's what the
0: saying? thing. That's the thing. Um, let's now get to bad coaching decisions, or maybe they were good. But let's get to them. And one of them was actually with this game. Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Football Team, decided after the very good pass by Kyle Allen to Sims to um. The point after try. And by the way, one one other side note with Kyle Allen. He had 31 completions. We mentioned that they were, I think the average was eight yards each pass. Ten of those completions were behind the line of scrimmage. See? The check <laughs> and, and screens. So that, but but yes, we get to down. Uh, Washington has a chance to either tie or win the game they decide to go for the two point conversion Thad are you cool with the decision to go for the two or did you want them to go for the uh, extra point and play for overtime
1: we'll see with me there was no chance of the Giants winning that game in regular time there was like 30-something seconds left. So, unless you had a great return, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was no chance of Giants winning in regular time. Me, personally, I would have kicked the field goal. Get the one point. Let's go to overtime. We got five minutes. Let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Our defense during that time was doing better than they were in the first half. Let's go into overtime. Trust our defense. We were moving the ball offensively besides prior, besides the fumble and whatnot. So kick the field, goal, go. But, hey, our coach wanted to be aggressive. Let's go for the win. Who doesn't want to go for the win? At that time, you need to have plays that are going to be effective enough to have a chance to win That play Was not aggressive Enough for the win You know what I'm saying Because what is that The two point conversion at the two yard line Yes So You either run the ball Which I think two yards Could happen Whether by a quarterback or a running back mm-hmm. But you don't have all those linemen up there and three wide receivers and run that play. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't run that play. As a quarterback and as a coach, you got to give your players options to win and put them in position to win. And I'm pretty sure about that play. That play was not set to win. You know what I'm saying? If Kyle Allen could read the defense or anything like that, he, he would have been able to go another route. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he even was given the options of different plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, usually when you go into plays, especially with quarterback, ex- experienced quarterbacks, you have three, four players when you go to the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. You know and, yeah, you have this one play that you want to go, but then that quarterback reads and see what's going on, and next year you to know, audible, we're doing this play. You know, we're doing this. So, nothing about that play looked like it was aggressive
0: enough to win. I so I have not seen a replay of that play yet. Mm -hmm. So, I have not seen the all 22s, but from what I remember of the play, it seems like maybe the pass was supposed to go to the right side of the field. But because they were covered And because of the rush Kyle Allen Went to his left And I believe Once he started rolling to his left He should have committed To running for the goal line Exactly And that's where the Inexperience comes in Mm -hmm. Because he, he was real Real apprehensive About it
1: Oh yeah and it
0: wasn't the first time
1: in that game either that that's true chance to run like that and it was the same result of him throwing away or getting sacked or he was real apprehensive right there and I'm kind of wondering if it was because of that hit could
0: that be time. it could be I'll say this as a Dallas Cowboys fan and let's say Zeke was healthy I mean not Zeke uh, Dak was healthy and even even the play he got injured on if right. Dak decides later in his career he wants to do that, I have no problem with him doing that. Especially in that situation, you gotta go for the goal line. Got it's you. like he committed, he stopped. It reminded me of when's the last time you played Madden? Not too long ago. Maybe a couple ones. So now. with school starting and everything. It was a couple of months. Oh, so so you've played this year's Madden or yeah. even last year's Madden. Yeah, last
1: year's Madden, not this year.
0: So even last year's Madden. If you have the quarterback and you're holding the scramble button down, it goes. It goes. But as soon as you let it go, if you're not Lamar Jackson <laughs> to you start back good. up, you're not gonna you're not gonna go again. There could be no one around you. It's gonna it's like it's quarterbacks have slow ex- acceleration. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not running backs, they're not so it's like he committed, then he stopped, and then tried to commit. And then he realized, well, I'm not going to make it. Now I got to try and throw ends up throwing it to nobody because he's pressured.
1: Nobody.
0: <laughs> like, it is like, this is what you decided. So back to the original question, because so the general rule is if you're on the road and this is general from like eons ago, mm-hmm. if you're on the road, you go for two. If you're at home, you go for the tie. I don't stick strictly to that. I think you have to feel the game. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Washington's defense was playing well. The time on the clock. It was only 36 seconds left. Daniel Jones isn't getting that ball down the field on this defense. You have overtime. Kick the field goal. Go to overtime. Even after that pass, this that touchdown pass, maybe that's the pass that gives Allen confidence to finish the game. And move the offense down to score and win the game. But no, you decided to do this. So now you're hoping that the players execute. And now that they didn't execute, this is the situation that you have at hand uh, Mm -hmm. that they end up losing. Another coach that made a bad decision, Romeo Cornell. They score a touchdown. They're up by, by seven. Romeo Cornell decides to go for two. So they could go up by nine instead of going for the point after try and just go up by eight. And his reasoning was, well, you we wanted it to become a two score game. But what ended up happening, they didn't convert. And it's still now a one <laughs> score game. Titans scored touchdown. They then go to overtime and then the Titans win in overtime. What do you think about that coaching decision?
1: Nah. No. I don't, I don't. I mean, yeah, you do. If you have the chance to go up two scores, it's good. But not that late in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like in that case, if like if it was maybe five. Well, no, maybe it's like third quarter, and you could go up by two scores just regularly. So, like, you score a touchdown, you score a field goal, you're up by two scores. But when it comes to that situation, nah, man. Like, just kick it because there's a chance you don't make it to two scores. You know what I'm
0: saying? If you're going to be up by eight, it's still two scores. <laughs> yeah, they still got a score touchdown and a two-point conversion. <laughs> <Still> two point conversion. <scores. laughs> your,
1: your reasoning for it is just bad. But hey, I guess he wants to, he's interim. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe if he does something next, you know, they're like,
0: hey, we want you yeah, yeah, you're our guy for now And then we have Doug Doug Peterson They were down 17 I think 17-0 Yeah And then they scored a touchdown Decided to, to go for a two-point conversion Look, so Nick Wright mentioned this last year And then it's kind of picked up steam The analytic approach now Is if you're down by double digits In the second half, you go for two-point conversion. But I feel like that works if you're down by 14 or 15. You're down by 17. You still need three scores. Right. (laughs) So so you still need three scores, no matter... Even if you do two touchdowns, two uh, uh, two point conversions, you still need a point. So you need a field goal to, to at least... And I feel like Peterson did that. They didn't convert. And then later in the game, you're in a situation where, oh, I'm down by two points instead of one point. Now I have to go for a two point conversion and I have to convert. They don't convert. They lose. Right. Where if you had taken the extra point, which has a 90% completion rate at this point compared to a two-point conversion rate, which is roughly 50%, you would have been in a situation where you score that touchdown late, and now you just need a PAT, uh, uh, a field goal, uh, a PAT, to end up tying the game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with another 90% success rate (laughs) instead of a 50% success rate. So I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that rule works if you're down exactly two scores right right you're you're down by more than no you need to go for you need to go for the the, the extra point so i think i think those were just terrible terrible decisions other news in the nfl it is is two attack of viola time for the dolphins Dolphin. it's weird i mean i don't i'm not upset that they that they uh put them in because I have two on my fantasy football team. <laughs> Thank you Kieran for making that trade. It was, you know, making uh future decisions in our in our keeper league. Um but Fitzpatrick actually has been playing good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh but I Fitzpatrick spoke the other day, the head coach spoke and they said, "Hey, We knew this was going to happen, and now Tua is showing in practice that he's playing well. He's the future. Let's get this guy in here. Uh, They made the announcement they have a bye week this week, uh, so he'll be starting next week against the Rams. So it is Tua time in Miami. Um, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady was supposed to be the game of the century. This is the third time that they ever met up, Um, and it was not. Aaron Rodgers did not play well. Tom Brady did play well. The Packers' offense didn't play well. Their defense didn't play well. And the Buccaneers' offense and defense played well. Rob Gronkowski had his first touchdown as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Mm -hmm. Bucks look like the team in the AFC South as of now. So, yeah, this game was a dud for me. I'm glad I didn't really commit real time to this once i realized it was getting out of hand i got out of there john ross the wide receiver for the cincinnati Bengals, he's requested a trade and then the week before it kind of looked like aj green mentioned he wanted to be traded on the sideline it kind of looked that way i mean was i guess they're vets john ross being a young vet but he's still a vet and aj green being a vet they, they kind of don't want to go through the growing pains of joe burrow and this second year head coach so i'm kind of like hey i don't blame him <laughs> what do you think about that
1: i mean i don't blame him at all but then again what were you doing the previous season that got andy dalton back <laughs> And then traded
0: Oh, no? I'm sorry, released. That's true. What, what 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 were you doing that got you to the number one overall pick? <laughs> right, right, You know what I'm mean? saying? Like especially
1: a, a player of AJ Green's caliber. Now, you yes, AJ
0: Green was out. Uh, let's remind people he was hurt. He was hurt a little bit. But,
1: but then again, like the
0: John Ross, yeah, John.
1: Even John Ross, like he was putting up great fantasy numbers. You know what I'm saying for a while. So. I don't know, man. It's like now you want to be traded because you got a rookie quarterback. Like, come on now. Either. And I mean, it's not. I don't. I haven't really been following Joe Burrow so far. I up and down. Up and down like a rookie. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, are you getting open enough for him to throw you the ball? You know what I'm saying? Are you. What What are you doing on your end as a wide receiver? To help your quarterback out. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? Maybe you don't have time to enough time to get you the ball because the offensive line is bad or you know, or they're trying to get the running game going so their quarterback doesn't have to throw as much a rookie that as much as a rookie should. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So what are you doing to help your quarterback out before you make your trade request? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if you want to come to the Redskins, oh, I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team, come on, come on down.
0: <laughs> All that being said, In- <laughs> I'll In- take In- In- te- In- your In- disgruntled In- self on this team.
1: <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah come on, bro. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking you could do better. You could do. You could be a number two. You could. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Washington Football Team. <laughs> yeah, now, who, who's
0: who's Enman? in many yeah like yeah Dr. Edmund is bad oh has he played I've heard his last name before but has I mean he's been on the Colts he's bounced around he's bounced around oh he's one of those guys yes he's been on quite a few teams I don't feel like he's ever been on a team longer than like a year I feel like he's always been on a team for like a year and then out of there um let me okay. look up Don Trell Inman real quick. But uh, while... He's equivalent equivalent of an NBA journeyman. Yeah. Oh, he's 31 years old. I didn't realize he's he's been in the... So he's played for Jacksonville. Actually, he was on the practice squad in 2011. Toronto Ar- Argonauts, 2012 and 13. San Diego Chargers slash Los Angeles. Oh, so he was with them for a while. Okay. Yeah, okay. 2014 to 17... Um, at least at some point on 17, he was with the bears 18. He was with the Colts 19. He was on the practice squad with, um, off season or practice squad with the Patriots. He must've been released. Yes. I know. Yes. I remember he was on that team. He was released. He was back with the chargers 19 at some point, then back with the Colts later that same year. <laughs> so he was on three different teams last year. Now with Washington, uh this year he does have 13 touchdowns in his career. 13. I mean 118, 182 receptions. Uh <laughs> but at 13 touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, it is Dontrell wow. Inman. It is Dontrell Inman. Um, real quick, Le'Veon Bell signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! The richer get Big rich, <laughs> the richer get more, the rich get richer. <coughs> Oh, man. Uh, big move for them. That offense is going to be near unstoppable right now. And I'm now.
1: pretty sure that contract is really cheap for him.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it, I believe it was a vet minimum, I believe. Because yeah, I'm sure the Jets owe him. The o- Jets owe him the remainder of his contract. The remainder of at least this year and whatever other guarantees were in it. Uh, the Vikings. Let's talk about the Vikings because they're Matthew White's favorite team. Uh, they gave the Atlanta Falcons their first win. Kirk Cousins. Three interceptions in that game. He is who he is. Let's now get to my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. They were the opponent for the Arizona Cardinals this week. They fell to the Cardinals 38-10. Andy Dalton started the game in place of Dak Prescott. Zeke had two fumbles. The defense still looks like trash. Uh, They Mm. can't stop a nosebleed right now when it comes to the running game. Um... Now there's discontent in the locker room. Sources are saying that players are saying, hey, the schemes are way too elaborate. The coaches don't know how to coach the scheme. They don't know how to adjust during the games. Uh, Mike McCarthy, the head coach, said, man, I wish these guys would come to me and their coaches as men. One-to-one, one, and we could hash this out. So there's drama in Dallas right now. Uh, let me say this as a Dallas Cowboys fan. These players are not good enough to even really be talking about like the coaching staff also, because like you mentioned with John Ross, what were you doing that got you into first place last year? What were the Cowboys doing that got Jason Garrett fired? Finally, not winning games last year. This defense has been just as bad. There's been trash also. Mm -hmm. Now I understand we got a terrible defensive coordinator who, by the way, I honestly thought would have been better coming into the year. But now looking at his stats from his last stop in previous stops, listen to this stat. The Cowboys are the now the first team in NFL history to give up, I believe, six 30-point po- games to start off a year. Last time that happened, it was the 49ers, can't remember what year. The defensive coordinator was also Mike Nolan. (laughs) Also, Mike Nolan had one of the worst defenses when he was with the Falcons several years ago to the point that he was no longer in the league. Mike McCarthy brought him in, and I believe it was a favor deal, which the NFL has to get out of these. These coaches got to stop hiring people because they're friends and family because they're going to ultimately get your team in a terrible position. But not only that, these players are trash. like at some point instincts have to kick in yep at some point you have to say forget this forget the scheme kyle murray has the ball and he's right in front of me let me go tackle him
1: right right
0: Kenyon drake is running through the a gap let me fill the a gap so he doesn't run literally through the a gap all the way down the field for however yards he did he ran let mm-hmm. me actually get in position so I can stop a deep throw down the middle of the field. Right. You know, let me stop Odell Beckham Jr., who is 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, running a reverse. Let me tackle him behind the line of scrimmage so we can save the game. No, we allow him 50 yards, 50-yard <laughs> touchdown to seal the game after Dak and the offense brought them all the way back. You mm-hmm. know, it's at some point, instincts have to kick in. Right. And we're seeing some of the same bad habits that were when, when Chris Richard was the defensive coordinator, Rob Marinelli was the defensive coordinator, and Rec, uh, Rob Ryan was the defensive coordinator. At some point, this team, the talent is trash. Jalen Smith has done nothing the last basically two years. Demarcus Lawrence has done nothing since he signed his contract. Leighton Van Der Esch is always injured in and out. Everson Griffin has done nothing for this team. The defensive tackles, Don Terry Poe and Tyrone Crawford, they've done nothing. Linebackers are trash. The secondary has been trash, and they haven't drafted anyone of note other than Trayvon Diggs. And Trayvon Diggs, even in Madden, his rating is low. Like, like, and, and he's the one that actually looks good on this team in the secondary. For years, yeah. we stuck we stuck with Jeff Heath, who is a bench player in Oakland right now. We have Xavier Woods who says, I can't play 100% 70 plays. We have Darian Thompson, I think, in the secondary who can't, can't cover anyone either. Jordan Lewis, who's trash, who needs to be off this team. They're bad. But at some point, the players have to take accountability and try and, and, and just do better. And then Zeke has to stop fumbling the ball. Zeke had two fumbles.
1: Is this new, new for him? Yes okay
0: he has okay. never had a season with more than two fumbles he's had I feel like he's had five fumbles this year he wow. fumbled twice against Atlanta I think lost one mm. and then he fumbled I know in the Cleveland game that was lost he fumbled twice this week against the Cardinals both of them were were lost wow. also every game for the Cowboys they've giving up huge leads even in their wins they were down by 20 points to the falcons came back and they were down 17 to 3 to the giants luckily they came back because they're the giants
2: every
0: every game they've been down by double digits in at least the first or second quarter right so the team is trash i don't want to hear about the coaching staff Except when maybe Nolan, uh Mike Nolan. He he looks like he's terrible. Like he, he, but but at some point instincts have to kick in and you just gotta be a man and play at exactly. some point. <laughs> that that's I, I, all it is. Stop blaming it all on the coach. Uh. And if I am Jerry Jones, I am calling Dak Prescott right now and saying, Look, let's sign an unofficial contract right now because <laughs> this team is terrible without him.
1: Well, see, I was going to ask you, like, because I didn't get to watch the game, but I knew you were going to watch it. How did uh, Dalton do?
0: Dalton did what Dalton was expected to do. <laughs> Dalton is Dalton. <laughs> like, he's he's a very good backup quarterback. Let me, let me say that. Mm-hmm. If he needs to come in because someone's hurt or can't finish the game or, you know, your starter is playing terrible and you just want something to finish the game. But when you get down by double digit points, he's not going to storm you back into the game. Right, right, right. Dalton, for him to win for the remainder of the year, games have to be close. Right, I got you. He he can't come even even if it's seven points. I feel like you've already game's over, <laughs> or ten points, the game is over. You've already lost because he's not coming back. Even with the talent. Now Michael Gallup dropped the easy touchdown. C.D. Lamb didn't. This might have been his worst game so far as a rookie. Amari Cooper didn't really do anything. Zeke fumbled twice. This offensive line is trash. But you mm. know Dak was dealing with all of that too. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, if I if I'm Jerry Jones, I am hitting up Dak and I'm saying, "Hey, look. Let's sign an unofficial contract and don't talk about it until next year." <laughs> pull up pull up uh, Ernie and um and um Ted Leonsis. And sign a contract and don't let, don't make an announcement. <laughs> Remember that happened with the Wizards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he signed a contract and no one knew until like six months later. Like, oh, you got a new deal.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. And I think I might have sent it to you in a text. But I was like, when the injury happened, I said, well, I wonder what Jerry's going to do. Mm you know what I'm saying like it really what's going to happen because I know because of the franchise tag you really can't do nothing f- officially yes in of July or whatever but it's also like it's going to show the type of owner that you are you know what I'm saying so you say and you keep saying and you keep saying hey Dex, our guy we want this blah 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 now, don't get me wrong, this deal should have been done already. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it had to do with Dak wanting four years besides the five that Jerry keeps saying. Yes. So now it's like, with this injury happening, do you, I mean, you're still going to give Andy Dalton a couple years as a backup. Yes. But are you signing Dak? And what are what is the contract gonna be? Is it gonna be the thirty-five million or is it gonna be a lot less because of this injury?
0: I think he, regardless with oh. Dak Prescott, he showed even at the beginning of this year, even with the team being bad, he showed that what? the going rate with quarterbacks is this, you just gotta pay him. Obviously, not forty million a year like Mahomes, what? or forty what was it, forty-five? Uh, but you may have to get the a little less than Russell? Watson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Watson got close to that also, and you got to you gotta go. It, it's just the next man in the NFL. If you're right. in this tier, you're going to be next. You'll be the next highest paid. Now, obviously, we mentioned Mahomes. The Chiefs just put Mahomes so high that everyone knows, okay, we're not going to touch that. But it's just the next man up. But, yeah, I, I think or, they
1: – Or what if he says – you know what we're not going to pay that money And depending on the result Of this season Hey we get Another quarterback Like Trevor Lawrence or something like I,
0: that I said it last week I said if uh, Dak Prescott does not return Next year or even the following year I'm no longer a Cowboys fan and I'm standing To that
1: Like what? I will No
0: longer be a what? Cowboys fan Because I've stuck with them This is going to be year 25 of not winning A Super Bowl this right. year is going to be 25 years since the last time we won a Super Bowl. 25 years since the last time we got to an NFC championship game. There are only, I think, eight teams that haven't gone to a championship game. That's the the Washington football team, the Cowboys, the um, Lions, mm-hmm. Texans, but they just came in the league in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Browns, Bengals, these are all trash teams. <laughs> <I love you. laughs> these are all trash teams. So you know i s- am You know my team. We've been doing it. Lo-
1: we've been trash longer than y'all. Yeah, but you know, like, y'all more consistent of being. Like we've good, had stints of good, good but we've you know, but- bad decisions. But ours has just been trashed. We've just been trashed, and I'm still here, bro. I'm dealing with a no no name team right now.
0: Look, look, no name team, and look. you're gonna leave the Cowboys? Yes, over Dak. Yes, over right. Dak. Dak is the Dak is the line of demarcation. Man. You're doing him wrong, man. Especially knowing that you you gave Tony Romo a boatload of money after his injuries. True. Like and then what? He couldn't even finish that contract because what? He had another boatload of injuries after that. That's why we have Dak Prescott right now. Dak has shown that he is right outside the elite group of quarterbacks. Top 10 for sure. Mm -hmm. I say top six. And I say at six. That's where I have him. There's only Mm -hmm. like five quarterbacks better than him. You have him on your team. Why are you treating him like this? that's where i draw the line with 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 the cowboys so i said it last week they don't bring him back to a long-term deal eventually like because the thing is they may actually franchise him again to see how he to see how he deals with the injury and honestly financially that actually makes sense but if you do that you then better sign him the next year (laughs) to a long-term deal so like i said don't
1: end up in a Kirk Cousins situation.
0: Yes. Don't end up in a Kirk Cousins where it's like, do we franchise him a third time or do we just let him walk? Right. Gotta gotta you gotta you gotta keep him. And I feel like, and I know this is one game, but this game just showed on top of everything that I complained about the Cowboys, that if Dak is simply healthy in that game, they may actually win. Because Kyler Murray didn't play good. Mm-hmm. He had nine completions. Wow. <laughs> like, he had nine completions. <laughs> and oh my every my game deck is. Game. What'd you say? He had a Lamar Jackson
1: game, pretty much.
0: Actually, that's disrespectful to Lamar Jackson, because at least Lamar Jackson may have nine completions, but only throw the ball, what, 15 times? I could deal with that. <laughs> like, he was nine for 20-something. Oh, wow. A hundred, like, three yards. Jeez. He did have some run. He did have, I think, 70 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. But that was already when the game was out of hand. Wow. Because when you look at the game, the first quarter and a half, the Cowboys' defense was with them. Mm-hmm. It's just then the Cowboys started turning over the ball, and then Arizona took the lead, and then at that point, it was over. But yeah. and then the the one interception that Dalton one of Yeah, one of the interceptions Dalton threw, it should have been a pass interference on the defense, but they didn't call it. So, you got to deal with it. So, yeah, that is the state. Right, right. That is the state of the Dallas Cowboys. So, we had a long, extensive talk about the Washington football team, your favorite team, and a long, extensive talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Let's now get to Pick'Em. Matthew has already sent in his picks for Pick'em and What did he do, do? Let's see. And actually, let me bring up our uh, records now. He he is winning now when what? it comes to Pick'em. He got a one-game uh, lead on me now. Because this week I did bad. I think I went eight in... Let me see how many... I got to wait for this, though, I think I went... How many games were this weekend? There weren't 16 games. There was whatever it is i only won eight games i think he won 11 got 11 games right but yes he is now up by one game now in our pick 'em. i have it here sorry i won only seven games i went seven and seven he went 10 and four in pick 'em. Okay. so i have a record of 57 and 34 he has a record of 58 and 33 um let's Pick the games for this week. Thursday night, Giants at Eagles. I have selected the Eagles. They will win this game. Matthew has selected the Eagles. Also, Thad, who are you going with? Who are they playing? Giants at Eagles, Thursday night.
1: Man, I'm picking the Giants. <laughs> I'm picking, the giants, man. I'm picking the giants.
0: All right. All right. Falcons at Titans. Matthew has the and I gotta look on this list. He didn't put it. Oh, he put he chose the Steelers. I am going with the Steelers also. Uh Thad, who you going with? Hold up, is Steelers,
1: Falcons or Titans, Malison? Steelers at Titans. Oh, so it was at Titans?
0: Yes. Ooh, I'm going Titans. All right. Cowboys at Washington. I am going to go with Washington. They will win this game in Washington fashion. The city will be happy because they beat the rival team. Um, They will also get a win. They'll probably win with Kyle Allen, and everyone's going to then say, oh, you see, Kyle Allen is the guy. And then later in the year, you'll see that he's not. But I'm going with Washington. Matthew is going with the Cowboys. Uh, Thaddeus, who are you going with? I'll go Washington. All right, Bills at Jets. This should be easy. I am going, or Matthew, he is going with the Bills. I am going with the Bills also. Uh, Thad, who are you going with? Bills, of course. (laughs) Panthers at Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. Matthew has selected. Let me look at the list now. He is also going with the Saints. That who are you going with? I'm going with Saints. Alright, Packers at Texans. Matthew has the Packers. I am also going to go with the Packers. What about you? Packers. Alright, Browns at Bengals. Matthew has the Browns. I am also going to go with the Browns. Um, They should be able to bounce back after that terrible game that they had. Uh, Remember the meme I sent you? Yeah. (laughs) That was was hilarious. What about you, Thad? Who's winning that game? You know, I'm going Browns. All right. Lions at Falcons. Hmm. I'm going with the Lions. I think they're going to win this game. Matthew has the Falcons. Who do you have, Fed? You know what? After seeing the
1: Lions this past weekend, I'm going to go Lions.
0: All right. Seahawks. Four o'clock kickoffs now. Seahawks at Cardinals. I am going with the Seahawks. Uh, Matthew has the Seahawks also. Thad, who are you going with? Seahawks.
1: Well, yeah, especially after you telling me about what Kyle Murray did against y'all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jaguars at Chargers. Matthew has the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Dad, who you
1: going with? Rookie quarterback. You know what? I'm gonna go with Chargers. I'm gonna go with the rookie.
0: I think this is the game the rookie gets his first win, also. Chargers to win that game. 49ers at Patriots. It, you know what? I'm not sure if it's a one or a four o'clock kickoff, but either way, uh, I am going with the Patriots. Um, Raheem Mostert looks like he's going to be done for a few weeks. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Matthew has also gone with the Patriots. What about you, Thad?
1: I'm going to go with 49ers. I think. I think the Patriots are going to have another down game like this weekend.
0: All right. Chiefs at Broncos. I'm going with the Chiefs. Matthew is also going with the Chiefs. What about you, Dad? Chiefs. All right. The Sunday night game. Buccaneers at Raiders. Gruden gets to play his former team. Buccaneers have Tom Brady now. I am going to go with the Buccaneers. Who are you going with, then?
1: Whew. That's a tough one. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to go with Buccaneers. Their defense. I think their defense is going to play another stout game.
0: Matthew is also going with the Buccaneers. And the Monday night game, Bears at Rams. Matthew has the Rams. I have the Rams also. What about
1: you, then? I'm gonna go with Rams only because I haven't seen a Chicago game yet and I don't trust uh, Nick Foles.
0: They're five and one.
1: I know. I know it's so the we- weirdest
0: five and one like I've seen in a while. Yeah. It's kinda like uh remember when uh you all went six and two with Jim Zorn? Yeah. And then ended the year eight and eight. Eight and eight. Jim Zorn yeah oh man jim Zor, and that will wrap it up here for our nfl segment let's now get the quick hitters um nba stan van gundy is the new head coach for the new orleans pelicans i think it's a good hire he's had a break from the game has been able to study the game i also think he's always been a good head coach i think he's good for young talent he'll get them to become professionals and and uh, yeah, it should be good for 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 the Pelicans. Um, Major League Baseball. It is the World Series right now. Dodgers are up three. I'm sorry, they're up one zero. <laughs> game one was last night. Uh, they're up one over one zero against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Tampa beat the Astros in convincing fashion in the ALCS. The NLCS went to Game Seven. The i was about to say the falcons but the other atlanta team that chokes the braves they were up 3-1 against the dodgers and the dodge storm back to force game seven and then one in game seven moogie bats had two steals last night uh to lead the dodgers game two is later tonight big thad anything else you want to add about this series before we get out of this segment
1: man i I think Mookie Mookie is a game changer for uh, the Dodgers, man. He's a game changer for them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, kind of hope, kind of hope uh, the Dodgers finally pull it out. You know what I'm saying? I uh, hope they finally pull it out.
0: It's so weird
1: seeing the Rays back in there, but
0: I think uh, I hope the Dodgers pull it out, man. Dodgers haven't won a World Series what since '88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either '88 or '87. I mean, right. just one of those years. Um, yeah, it's been a long time For the Dodgers That'll wrap it up here for our quick hitter segment Let's now get into our champion chump Of the week Every week we celebrate those that do well And we criticize those that do not Starting with you Thad Who is your champ of the week?
1: Oh, okay, I'm glad you picked champ first yeah.
0: My champ of the
1: week, you know what? Nick Saban Nick <laughs> Saban Is the champ of the week My man Tested positive for COVID Next day They tested him again Came back negative Had two more negative tests And then Ended up coaching on the field Against Georgia And they put in work
0: against Georgia So There needs to be an investigation On that (laughs) (laughs) I ain't never seen that in (laughs) COVID-19 History Man,
1: I, I was I was like, what? I was like, oh, that's going to be wild, man. He's not going to be on the field, coach. And next thing you know, it's like, yeah, negative tests. And then negative tests. And I think it was 48 hours between the positive tests. <laughs> 48 hours later, they were like, yeah, negative. And then there's a chance. They literally said there's a chance he will coach the game. And then they said he had two more negative tests. And he ended up coaching.
0: The, the reason why I say there needs to be an investigation in this is because I've heard of false negatives. I mean, false positives in a COVID-19 test, but that's not what they said. They said he was confirmed COVID positive and then literally 48 hours. Oh yeah. You ain't got it. So yeah, but either way he was on that sideline. So yeah. uh, And they did win that game. One big against uh, Georgia. Um, My champ of the week has to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Their team is stacked, and somehow they were still able to get Le'Veon Bell. Offense about to be unstoppable. Like on like ninety nine on Madden. So yeah, they're the champ of the week. Big Thad, uh, who is your chump of the week?
1: Chump of the week. I got two of them. So originally, originally I had one. One certain. And then I decided to change because I heard a new story. But the second one, I, I texted you about this earlier and you were like, what was going on? And you're going to hear about it. But here's my first chump. First chump of the week is Odell Beckham and the LSU Tigers. Oh. <laughs> so LSU I don't know if everybody remembers or not When LSU won the national championship game Odell Beckham was out on the field Give him out money To players Yes, And, and you know Joe Burrow was like I don't care I'm not a student no more <laughs> You know what I'm saying Well as a result of that on national television LSU has now Lost scholarships For incoming players Because of that Mm-hmm. money you know they gave that whole thing about giving away money blah 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 even though these players those players that supposedly gave it out to were all seniors and, yeah you know so, so that's my first chump of the week my second chump of the week goes to our griffith cousins
0: oh geez what happened what?
1: First of all, I wake up today, look at my Snapchat, and I see a Snapchat from my sister, Andrea. And it's her at dinner with some of our cousins. hmm You know, having dinner, and blah, blah, blah. You know, great time, you know. And, uh, yeah. Our cousins, our twin cousins, Nicole and Simone. It was her birthday yesterday. So, a happy birthday to you, two. We love you. We love you so much. But I'm going to be petty because I'm your big cousin. And months ago, you told me you were going to have something for your birthday. And no, you got the happy birthday from everybody in the group text. Never said (laughs) nothing to you because, like, hey, we're going to do this for our birthday dinner, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? There was cousins in there that I didn't even think were going to be there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to be real petty about it. And Art Griffith Cousins and my sister are the chump of the week. <laughs> of the week. So Nicole, I... I... Mo, Nicholas, Andrea, uh, I'm going to throw in Chrissy. I don't think she was there. I think she's still in Cali, but I'm going to throw her in
0: <laughs> Shooting strays out here. <laughs>
1: And, oh and Cousin Samuel too They had Samuel oh, all Sam up Sam was, was there too That's what I'm saying bro <laughs> <laughs> it's petty. Because Because that is, is Being petty And y'all are the chumps of the week mm.
0: ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> spicy minute.
0: Ah, Because of time We're not going to even get into the whole Argument we had in our fantasy football league We had <laughs> Uh, that was funny i think i'll tell the story maybe next week or something i don't know man but well, yes if you, if you want me to come on for that just
1: <laughs> that part it, let me know
0: <laughs> yes i have to get back to you with that when we do talk about it to have you on for that at least at least that segment oh man oh man my chump of the week ain't ain't these people uh it's uh Kirk cousins and baker mayfield two quarterbacks that are definitely not living up to the hype playing terrible for their team so yeah they're the chump of the week <laughs> let's now get into our sports free zone Let's talk about uh, two hip-hop legends that are in the news right now. Ice Cube in 50 Cent. Let's start with Ice Cube. Ice Cube came out and said he approached both presidential candidates with his plan for economic uh, sustainability for the black community to, uh, uh, to gain um, several economic advantages in this country. Uh, he came up with his plan. He said one party said, yes, let's uh, actually discuss this. He said the other party said, well, let's discuss this uh, when we get into the White House. Just by those phrases, you would know who we're talking about. The party that said, let's talk about this was uh, the Republican Party with Donald Trump. The other party said, well, let's talk about this when we get into office was the Democratic Party with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris now he came out and said that well now after and it was this week actually yesterday eric trump or don i think it was eric trump posted a photo of 50 cent and ice cube and they had maga hats on well that has come out that that is a false and doctored photo but let's talk about 50 cent now Joe Biden came out with his tax plan and Joe Biden came out and said look if you're making $400,000 or more I am going to raise your taxes you're going to pay more in taxes 50 cent then said well that's my deciding factor you know I'm not trying to be taxed heavily I'm going for Donald Trump let's now start with let's go back to ice cube Mm -hmm. Ice Cube mentioned that he has this plan and then Donald Trump said, yes, Ice Cube approached me and, you know, we're going to call it the platinum plan and uh, we're going to address economic issues within the black community. What do you have to say about this whole situation with Ice Cube and Donald Trump? Well, see, I'm I'm confused because
1: I'm going to say what was about a month or so ago. We heard about this platinum plan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That I was talking about, and Ice Cube was. They never said nothing about Ice Cube being mm-hmm. a <laughs> So why all of a sudden it's this new plan called the Platinum Plan with Ice Cube backing it? You know what I'm saying? And and then you know, it, it, everything that comes out, it, it's all. It, I think it's all timing to me. It's really all timing because of election. You know what I'm saying? um this platinum plan is nothing new if ice cube now now if ice cube came up with his own plan and then presented his views to donald and donald said, hey okay cool we're gonna take some of your plan add it into that platinum plan that we talked about putting 500 billion in the neighborhoods and yada 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 you know what i'm saying okay, cool, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, Ice Cube has come out and said that he don't like either of the candidates. Mm -hmm. But about the black community and we're going to have to work with whoever's in office regardless. So, yeah. But, I mean, there was some other things I saw where Ice Cube said that he didn't reach out to them. They reached out to him.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, uh, there's just too much out there from both sides because you know one side's going to be like hey yeah we reached out to him we do this blah 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 because of course they want the black vote you know what i'm saying they want the black vote so whatever makes them look better will be what it is you know what i'm saying but i don't know man
0: uh to be honest with you i think it's just all a ploy anyways so let me say this Uh, Matthew and I started this podcast December 2017 so since this podcast has been going on this is episode 129 the president of the United States has been Donald Trump Donald Trump was elected in November 2016 Mm -hmm. Donald Trump had four years to address the black community like this isn't a new revelation that oh my goodness black people are not getting the same economic advantages as as whites in this country it's not new that we're finding out that black men and women are getting paid i think 40 cents compared to every dollar of of a white person of a white man like Mm -hmm. this isn't new we we the, the economic problems within the black community is not new it's literally been here since the first slave came on here on this country 400 years ago. right. So for someone like Ice Q to be like. Yeah you know I want to hear what. Donald Trump has to say about this. He, he's already proven it. He's had four years. And right. what is the incentive in the second term. Knowing that as president. You only get two terms in America. Hmm. What is the incentive to actually follow through with. The demands of. Like. The electorate. Like, like like at the end of the day, you really want to just get that second term so you can make the changes that you really want to make. Right, right, right. But that's why every candidate makes promises of oh, I'm going to do this, this and that. And oh, I get the second term. And then you can just sit back and say, well, I got four years. (laughs) So what is the incentive for Donald Trump to actually do this if he didn't do it in the four year in the first four years? None. And I'm going to use an example with. Barack Obama. President Barack Obama. When he came in part of his 2018 um, um, campaign was, 2008, sorry, campaign was, I want a better healthcare system for all. He said it from the jump. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. It didn't get done in the first term first four term, first four years, but he did get it done in the second. Mm -hmm. But He said it from the jump. This wasn't something that, oh, now I need votes. Let me try and do this. This is different with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is trying to get votes now. And then we've literally seen from the campaign in 2016, he's going to use every black, quote unquote, powerful person. He's going to use them. We saw what he did with Omarosa. We saw what he did with Chrisette Michelle. We see what he's doing with these black pastors. And then he's not really standing behind them when they get in trouble. We've seen what he's done with Kanye West. We've seen what he's done with so many other black leaders that he'll use them for the photo op. He'll use them for his advantage. And then when it's time to actually pay up or time to commit, we're in a situation that we're in. You know, know,
1: I can't be mad at
0: what you say. You'd be mad at Trump. Why?
1: Playing the game.
0: He is playing the game He plays the game very well He is playing the game And people are falling for it They're not seeing it And no, no. And, and look I'm not shy to say who I'm going to vote for Literally my ballot is sitting right here I have to fill it out And I'm actually going to drop it off in the ballot box tomorrow I'm I'm voting for Biden Biden isn't perfect Not at all But you know what this, We've had four years of this going on <laughs> so we need a change and i'm sick and tired of hearing well you know you know back in 1970 something you know uh joe biden was opposed to uh desegregation in 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 delaware oh you know back in 1994 joe biden was part of the crime bill da 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 but we have donald trump in 2020 with racist policies <laughs> like <laughs> so, so you're talking about a man in his past and you're not talking about the man in his present so that that's that's my whole problem now to 50 cent whole thing with the taxes look rich people don't rich people a lot of rich people are republicans no matter race <laughs> i've realized that as i've gotten older a lot of the wealthy when they become wealthy, I'm just like, look, man, I ain't trying to give up so much in taxes. So, Fifty Cent just being honest, he's saying, look, man, I'm not trying to be taxed. <laughs> so, I'm voting for Trump. What do you have to say about that?
1: I, I can't be mad at Fifty. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to his money, it's his money. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these, a lot of these corporations, actors that got big money, you know, stuff like that. They. Is their money. Their money is their life. I mean, if we think about it, if we made a certain amount of money and we know if somebody comes in the office, we're gonna have to pay out even more money, mm-hmm. you'd be like, uh, you're out your mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't be mad at 50 cent in regards because he's 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 thinking about his pockets. A lot of times when especially when it comes to celebrities or folks with big money, when it comes to politics, their vote is about their pockets. Yes. ain't about the person or their policy or their, whatever their other policies may be. It's about how does it, how does that vote affect their pockets? And that's what it is for sure.
0: And honestly, I do not have a problem with 50 cent being honest. Cause at least he's being honest because there's a lot of closeted black republicans who have money and they 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 talk the big game but when they get in that in that in that ballot booth (laughs) they they vote in republican and they talk a big game so at least he's being honest and saying look it's about money like this 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 is what it is it ain't about any other policy but um this is my issue and it's not even with 50 cent it's with everyone who's kind of like oh you see this this is why this is why biden's not good for us or candidate XYZ. The tax plan was for people who make $400,000 or more per year. Right. That is the 1% of the 1% in this country. Right. And you who has a nine to five job making $50,000 a year or a gig job making $40,000 a year or a part-time job making less Complaining about that. Right. When, mind you, the taxes are supposed to help everyone. <laughs> like, and then we know this situation where, like, people like Jeff Bezos, yeah, they may, Jeff Bezos' company, and I understand his corporation is separate from his personal money, but his corporation plays almost zero in taxes.
1: Right. Just like some of the churches,
0: zero, zero in taxes. Exactly. And people are just cool with that. Right. And even his personal money that he gets from Amazon, because as a corporation, I'm learning this in my business class. So I'm going to drop some knowledge. Yes, it, it may be his corporation, but he also pays himself. So then he has to pay taxes on his salary. Right. He still takes a lot of deductions. Mm hmm. A lot of donations, a lot of philanthropy, (laughs) so he don't have to pay to everything, like, to to help with the city and states that he lives in. And he lives in Washington, D.C. right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of his money is not going to Washington, or his tax money is not going to Washington, D.C. Right. And I think that's a problem when you're a Mm multi-billionaire. That's a problem. Because you gotta think about it also. It's like, like, even with
1: us, with, you know, unemployment or whatever when it comes like with that situation where they even ask you it's like okay so you live where where did? where was your job mm-hmm. and a lot of times the well, people get thrown up because they'll be like they'll they work in virginia you know what i'm saying so they're working in virginia they live here mm-hmm. you know like there could be a case where like with his job he hey amazon could be based out of florida you know what i'm saying he lives in dc but that income's for Florida, so he ain't paying no taxes. Mm hmm. Florida, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he lives in DC, so he's gonna be paying property taxes to, to a degree. But when it comes to income, he ain't paying that to DC, you know what I'm saying? So it's some of those situations like that. I mean, it is what it is. The taxes, people don't realize that even though some of this tax stuff that they're talking about, it don't affect their pockets like it affects those people like 50 when it comes to when they come to the stuff with taxes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't realize that certain stuff that in place that has been in place for the past couple months because of COVID, like that payroll tax that, you know, he was talking about. And, hey, you don't have to pay payroll tax and we're not going to take it out of your check. And little do they. They're like, oh, yeah, we're getting more. Money thanks Trump Yeah they don't realize Come December January 1st they come in <laughs> at Paychecks And people don't realize it. Yeah We're gonna be paying back You know They're gonna be taking That payroll tax out But they're taking out Double Exactly mm-hmm. And a lot of people Don't realize that You know what I'm saying They, they were all about it. Like oh yeah
0: We Ooh this is like a stimulus
1: No Not a stimulus no, Not at all you're
0: paying that back he was using it as 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 hostage yep. tool like re-elect me so you can keep your money so yeah and that's that's the thing man people be, being so short-sighted i just find it so funny that the poor <laughs> are the ones who who who, who are out here sticking up for the wealthy to keep their money and mind you i'm not saying that the wealthy need to give everything to it's not a robin hood thing I'm no. not, I'm not even saying that I'm just saying, yo, you you got to contribute to society somehow <laughs> you, you, your contrib- your contribution isn't, Oh, I started a business that employs people. Yeah. That can't be the only thing I understand. You got a huge corporation, but Hey, you know what? Your corporation made billions upon billions. Let me not find out that you only paid literally a couple thousand in taxes <laughs> like, overall. Like that that doesn't make any sense. And, and and we're kind of seeing it real quick with Donald Trump. It's come out that he's paid, I think what, twenty thousand dollars in taxes to China last year? Right, right, right. But not to but seven hundred dollars to the US.
1: You know what? And see, that's the thing. This, that's you gotta realize is when it comes to government, they have so much, so many breaks for the wealthy. The mm. wealthy. And they there's so many there's so many loopholes that they could get away with, man. And they're not getting no repercussions for other stuff that they throw out outside of the U.S. You know what I'm saying? So that's like for years when you hear about, oh, yeah, our company is breaking down here in the U.S. and we're going to India or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And people don't realize is that. These are loopholes that our government has there that people are, are smart enough to know hey, oh, okay, so we don't have to do this. Oh, we don't have to do this. Okay, oh, cool. It's going to cost me less money. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. So, to a side of it, you know what I'm saying? Like these corporations, I mean, more power to them that they're smart enough to get away with what they're getting away with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then again, you can't be mad. You you could definitely be mad at it, like, yo, are you serious? You're making all this money and
0: they're hardly taking out any taxes on you? That's crazy. Totally they- ridiculous totally ridiculous. Uh real quick before we get out of this. Um this last two years, you know, Trump has said, Oh, you know, I I, I lowered taxes. This last two years, literally everyone I know has paid taxes. Right. They didn't get a refund. i know people who get a refund literally every year in the last two years they've had to pay
1: this year this year is the first year that i didn't get a refund i mean i evened out Mm -hmm. but this is the first year that i've never received some sort
0: of a refund And, and and taxes were lowered somehow Right, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Well, that'll wrap it up here for our sports free zone. Let's now get to our Reddit topic of the week. This um this actually came from our good friends from OSS 980. Uh, they actually discussed it on their podcast. Make sure you go check out what they had to say about this list. But it is a list from new or arenas.com org. I can't remember. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, but it, it, it came from a website. And actually, let me, I'm going to look it up real quick. But it is the list. So, top. 25 list of uh, most overrated NBA players. So we uh, went through the list and uh, we're actually just going to. Um, actually, just going to talk about the top 10 and actually let me boom. I need to. I'm in the wrong account. Let me. Ah, here we go. It's from new arena. Sorry. New not NBA arena, new top uh, 25 most overrated nba players let's just talk about the top 10 top 10 number 10 russell westbrook do you have an issue with him being on on this list and being number 10 nope not at all not at all and and why why do you say that i mean it's his track
1: record man his track record to me i think he's I think he's a great athletic performer, you know what I'm saying? But all the hype around him, nah. When you putting up when you throwing up 40 shots a game and only making 15, you know what I'm saying? You could have all the dunk craziness that you could put up in those 15 shots, but nah. You're just you're you're not as good as people put you out to be and i think you you're definitely overrated now compared to the rest of the list that we're gonna go
0: through yeah he deserves to be at 10 (laughs) yeah i i think and this one thing a lot of people get triggered when they hear stuff like overrated and underrated i think you can be overrated and still be good right because i do think some people overrate him and at number 10, I think it's fine, especially when he, we go through the rest of this list. I still also believe that Russell Westbrook is a top 15 player in the league. And I'm saying top 15, he might have fell a couple spots. Going into this, this year, I would say he's the top 10 player. You're talking about
1: 15 of the current
0: league? Yes, of the current league. Not, not Currently. All time. No, 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 not all time. No, no, no double checking. You're right, because there's probably a lot of people out there who would say he is. And like look, we're gonna come up with our 2.0 of our 50 greatest NBA players. I don't know if Russell's on the list. Let me just say that. (laughs) At this point Russell Westbrook, not Russell, not Bill Russell. I don't know if Russell Westbrook is on the list, but he's definitely not on mine. (laughs) Number nine was Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons is actually too low on this list. I think Ben Simmons should definitely be higher. Look, everyone talks about his ball handling skills. Everyone talks about his defense, his size. He's 6'10", but he doesn't shoot
2: Yeah,
0: and refuses to shoot. and it, And because he only wants to get to the basket to shoot... It's because it's causing a problem with Joel Embiid, who's also a, one of the best centers in the league. So they're having an issue with that, and he refuses to shoot. Like that—that's my problem with him. And everyone's been talking about him, you know, and how he plays. Look, how do you go to college at LSU and can't get the team to the tournament? I don't care that it's LSU. If you are as good as you are, you get that team to the tournament. Was he injured? No, he played that year. Played like, the full year? He played that whole year. Didn't make uh, it to the tournament. Uh, and then he came to the league, missed the first year, red shirt that year, and then came in, was rookie of the year, a co rookie of the year, and, and all of that. But he's overrated to me. I, I think he should be higher on this list. What do you have to say about Ben Simmons? You know what? I, I
1: agree with you that he should be higher on the list. Definitely higher. Um, ben Simmons, he's. Too one dimensional for me, you know what I'm saying? I think he's a good player, but he's just one, too one dimensional for me. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what's up with, with him shooting, I, I don't if it's just him or what. But I mean, the one time I seen him shoot a three pointer during the game, the form looked great, you know what I'm saying? Great. I mean, like it looked like he shoots all the time, the way, that <laughs> yeah. That so, it's not like he has a hitch in his shot like uh, Markel or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know what it is. I don't know if somebody just, he's just been so, I'm guessing he never had to. You know what I'm saying? Like, from high school to college, he never had to shoot a jumper. He just went to the basket because of his size. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Only thing I could think of, like, why he just wouldn't shoot, you know? Uh, have you
0: seen any like his old high school footage i've right? never seen him shoot a shoot a jumper like shoot I've okay. never seen him shoot the ball except that one time in that preseason game where he actually hit the three and the crowd went wild and then the regular season started and it was like he went uh, back to not shooting again
1: yeah that's that's my thing with him and i think I think he can shoot it's just that he doesn't do it at all. And he feels in his mind he shouldn't have to. But he he yeah, he's definitely should be higher in the list from nine overrated because I think if he actually shot the ball, Philly would be so much better.
0: Number eight is Gordon Hayward. Uh number seven is Draymond Green. <laughs> should real quick, Gordon Hayward, should he be on this list? <sighs>
1: I don't think he should be. I honestly don't think he should be only because injuries. You know what I'm saying? His injuries kind of hold that off for me. You know what I'm saying? Like when he does, when he plays, he plays very well. You know what I'm saying? So, he, nah, I don't think he should be honest with you. Regardless, I don't think he should be in the top 10 of this list.
0: Now, because of the janky website, (laughs) I didn't see the rest of the list, like from, you know, 25 to to 11. Uh, But I think Gordon Hayward is one of the most overrated players in the league. And especially when it comes to the Boston fan base. Um, Look, I I don't think he's that good, to be honest. (laughs) I don't don't think he's that good. I don't think he should be a max player like, well, hold on he should be like a max player but not like near super max player he should be on the lower tier of max players you know that that tier where you're you know four years maybe one ah geez that's a lot too maybe like one hundred. yeah maybe like four years 95 or something like that (laughs) <laughs> not the not the deal that he has right now uh number seven draymond green what do you have to say about that
1: yeah oh he's definitely he definitely deserves to be in this top ten um at seven based on the rest of this list i think he might be a little bit higher maybe like a five instead of seven uh-huh but we'll go through the rest of this but and you'll understand why i say it but i would say yeah i mean that's a, the single the triple single <laughs> I, I don't think he's that good to be honest with you he he's a terrible shooter you know what i'm saying even though he doesn't really have to shoot he's a terrible shooter like he's getting worse and worse as a shooter when he's wide open you know what i'm saying so and i don't i mean he does get the rebounds and the assists man but i don't think I personally know I think the players around him make him seem that 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 rated high. You know what I'm saying? Like if he came to the Wizards, oh, he'd be terrible. <laughs> I, he'd be terrible. I don't think he would be a monster on the Wizards at all. I, I honestly don't think so. I think Golden State's a perfect situation for a player like him.
0: I think he is very helpful for Golden State. He is impactful for Golden State. He is also an overrated player because he is not someone that can lead a team or even be like the second best player on the team. And I think that's where the overrating comes because everyone says, oh, well, he has three rings. He's a defensive player of the year. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame because of what his teams have done. And he will be in the Hall of Fame just because of that. (laughs) Like scrap the points. He does rebound the ball. He does get assists. He's been on all defensive teams. He's won a Defensive Player of the Year award. He's won three championships. He will end up in the Hall of Fame, but...
1: Not... not, he's not
0: he, yeah, yeah, he's he's not as good as people really try to make him seem. Because people always just say, well, he has three rings. He has three rings. Uh, number six, Chris Dunn. I... Sh- I didn't know people even hype him up, so this one was just a shocker that he was even on the list. Uh like,
1: like I told you, off off recording,
0: I didn't even know who Chris Dunn was. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is number five. And I feel like Kyle Kuzma is either the most overrated player, one of the most overrated players, or he's the most one of the most underrated players. Cause people just criticize him for being such trash so like, it's like one of them it's like in between there's no middle ground for the majority of nba fans especially nba fans on social media kyrie irving was at number four is he rated appropriately
1: no i i think i mean kyrie we all know what kyrie does mm-hmm. like we're Regardless, but we all know what Kyrie needs to be successful in the league. Uh huh. So I would think he definitely shouldn't be overrated higher than Draymond Green. That's for sure. That's for real, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would even say I think he should be at nine, he should be right above Russell Westbrook.
0: Okay. I think Kyrie is definitely overrated. Uh, we saw a, a meme that floated around that in quote unquote, and I'm saying quote unquote, because we don't, the person could have just been making this meme up. They said an unnamed NBA GM said that Kyrie Irving is basically John Wall with rings. Uh, he'll be John Wall without LeBron James. And I'm just and I'm just like yeah, that's disrespectful to John Wall, uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Outside of LeBron James' stint in Cleveland, has done literally nothing in the NBA in the grand scheme of it. And if, if the way people talk about John, uh, Kyrie Irving, I'm like, yeah, he should be doing a lot more as the lead dog. He's done absolutely nothing. So, but the, but to the be higher than Draymond Green, yeah, that's a little. That's a little high. Number three was Kyle Lowry. I I feel like he's become overrated because he's won a championship. So everyone always says, oh, look at Kyle Lowry. He's doing this and that. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. But a lot of people are starting to throw around the great, you know, assessment of him simply because he finally won an NBA championship. What do you have to say about that?
1: Look, greatness. You can't put somebody in a greatness category because they won a rank.
0: And when I say great, great among the current players, not like all time great, but great among the current players. Not even the top point guard of players right now. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: He's maybe, I would say maybe top 10 Mm -hmm. point in the league right now. Yeah. Maybe top 10. And he's still behind Rajon Rondo.
0: Oh, hot take right there. I <laughs> take right there. Uh, number two was Otto Porter Jr. I maybe, maybe, maybe because Otto played for the wizards as a wizards fan. I'm pretty upset with Otto Porter. So I don't really have nice things to really say about his career. I mean, he seems like a nice person from the few times I actually had a chance to interact with him. So I'm not going to talk about him as a person, but as his accomplishments on the basketball court, very lackluster, especially for the amount of money he 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 makes. And more power to him as a as a young black man getting as much money as you can. I don't blame him. Cause at the no. end of the day, the contract was given to him. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't know people around the like NBA fans around the country hyped him up that much. So I thought it's odd that he's at number two. To be honest, I honestly wouldn't have put him on his list. Yeah, I'd, I'd be honest with you, I wouldn't have, not at all. <laughs> I wouldn't have put him on the list. So I don't know why he's there. But he's number two, and at number one was Lonzo Ball. Ooh. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know what. I I can't be mad about that because guess what? Your father did that. (laughs) And the thing is the overrated stuff doesn't, I honestly don't think it has to do with Lonzo himself per se. It has to do with his father. You know what I'm saying? That could be it. And I mean, yeah, the Lakers picked him up at that high draft pick, but you know what I'm saying? There were some things that went with him, whatever, but he still, a decent point guard, you know. I am saying decent player. I mean, he'll be in
0: the league for ten plus years. Oh, easily, yeah. <laughs> <done. laughs> like honestly, if Lonzo's playing in year fifteen in the NBA, I will not be shocked. Right, right, right. Not at he at all. will always he will be in the league. Like <laughs> he can ball. So yeah, I I kind of understand because. The hype beasts NBA fans will be like, man, you know, Lonzo Ball. His uh, his uh, PER, da, 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 his uh, a turnover, his assist turnover ratio. There's this, this, and that, da, da, da. You see his passes. You see he rebound and he's on defense. So I think because of the frequency of how how people talk about him, can maybe cause people to right. say he's overrated. Uh, there was someone who was on this list. I think there were twelve. Andrew Wiggins should be Or maybe at this point People know Andrew Wiggins So he's not as high Because they just know low motor Ain't going right. to really do nothing for you uh, Because I didn't see the Of the rest of the list I don't know if this player is on there But Carl Anthony Towns has to be on here Yeah I think in other lists I saw that were kind of like that
1: Carl Anthony Towns was on it He has to be Murphy was on this one though When we were going through because we were just trying to get to 10 you know what I'm saying but I can't remember if I saw him on there did see did see Caruso though so was like 17
0: <laughs> yeah Caruso was 17 and Caruso's so overrated that's someone who needs to be hired to like Caruso's so overrated man well then I'll wrap it up here for our reddit topic of the week let's now get out of here big fan I want to thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for coming on this week's episode. I want to thank OSS980. Uh, shout out to my boy Harold Laws. He just had a baby girl. So congratulations to him and his wife. Shout out to them. Shout out to the rest of the crew. Shout out to Shut Your Face. Um, Soggy Nachos. Uh, what You Expect Podcast. Um, 4th and 13 Podcasts um the caesar show uh shout out to just bear with us urgency podcast uh we ain't got our shit together podcast the let out podcast our businesses our supporters i want to thank you for everything that you all do uh special shout out to our cousins nicole and simone even though um thad made you all the Chumps of the (laughs) Week. Uh, Shout out to y'all. Happy birthday uh, Birthday. for reaching uh, another year of life. Um, Any uh, shout outs for you, Big Fad?
1: No, not really. I mean, just shout out to everybody that listens, man. Definitely listen. Listen to your friends, all that stuff. You know, let's grow this podcast, man. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a guest, but, you know, you jerry and matter family you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so let's grow grow the pack podcast you know what i'm saying let's make it bigger
0: you know let's do this y'all can do it tell your friends let's go yep 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 thank you big dad for everything you do thanks to matthew my co-host until next time everyone sports reality peace